Welcome to People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose is a podcast of inspiring people whose stories help you see things differently, live with intentionality, elevate the way you participate in the world, and take the necessary leaps in your life to seek and find your passions. Come with us and develop the courage to wholeheartedly pursue your purpose and unleash your truest potential. Hi, welcome back to People of Purpose. I'm your host, Tanner Badgley, and this week, we will be wrapping up our conversation on helping people connect to more significant performance and greater purpose. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage checking that out. Some of the things we covered are the meaning of trading your story for a greater story. Corey also talks about raising self-awareness and recognizing the need to be unstuck despite success. He also shares his life before he connected to his purpose and how vulnerability helped him and might help you to move forward. And last but not least, he discussed the importance of having a time of solitude. And in this episode, we will be covering his role as a coach for business professionals, the to-do list mindset, how he gets things done at work while prioritizing winning at home, and lastly, capturing family victories and staying connected. Well, let's dive in. Here's to becoming people of purpose. Yeah. I mean, let's let's jump into that. Like how do you describe what you do nowadays? And then I think my first question is like, in working with all these high level CEOs, what's your what's the biggest heart's cry that you're hearing from them? I do work with some high level CEOs, but I also will work with people maybe say mid level manager of a company. So it, it all kind of depends on where they're at. Um, and so that that's kind of first and foremost, I would say the most high level cry that I get for from about everyone is they are concerned right now that they aren't doing enough. Like, am I making the right choices at work? Am I being intentional with my kids? Am I being the best husband I can be or, or wife that I can be? Almost this concern of, I, I don't know if I'm doing enough. I feel this just lack of clarity. And coming alongside these clients, it's we walk through both content as well as just the accountability to get moving. Hey, let's identify what, what the work situation is. All right, what do we need to go after? Let's identify what's going on in your personal life. All right, you're feeling sluggish? Great. Are you going to the gym? <laughs> what time are you going to bed? What time are you done looking at the iPhone? You know, and, and just doing different things like that to help people because there's a lot of people who are kind of walking around this whole cloud of just doubt and confusion. Am I doing the right next steps to lead well and to leave a legacy? Uh, yeah. So it's just a feeling that is it they're not doing enough combined with they're not enough. And I don't know how I can ever live up to the standard that, that I know I need to be something along these lines. It's exactly right. So not doing enough and I'm not enough is, is spot on and that I'm not enough. It's helping people understand that they're not defined by their brokenness or their sins or their mistakes or their missteps and walking through with that. And then the, I'm not doing enough. It's let's, let's understand what, what we need to go after. What are we doing? What are the goals personally and professionally? And let's start pursuing those. 
where do you typically find like that 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 disconnect of I'm not doing enough um comes from like is it some sort of uh mis misconception of what enough looks like or is it what's the common thread here with, with your clients um about what that not doing enough feeling is about two things um comparison Hmm. we compare ourselves to everyone else around and we kind of forget the people that we're maybe beating you know or we're doing more than them but we're always comparing to what people are doing what we think is more impactful than us right you know their company's bigger than mine they are they must be doing i'm not doing enough you know look how big their houses look how nice their cars look at all these things that they have i must not be doing enough Hmm. and so it they people you know and and if i'm not careful i can do this myself i look at other people's coaching practice i see how many books they've written how many speaking engagements at large companies that they have all of us need to be going and when we compare to others we need to be going for inspiration not for defeating our own selves so one is comparison and then the other is just this, like our, just our to-do list. I mean, we make these to-do lists that are 50 long. And if we get five things done, we're like, man, we're awful. I didn't get those other 45 things done. I'm awful. So it's a comparison outward. And then it's just this inward look and in, in what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I kind of want to talk about this to-do list component because I'm a, I'm a newer, younger executive. I own a real estate business that I co-founded with my brother, and now we've taken on a third partner. Um, I find that it's, it's very hard to... The mindset of the to-do list is challenging because I think you have this, this natural thing is like, oh, okay, there's 12 things there. I'm going to get those 12 things off and I'm going to feel good. But as you're getting those off, new ones come on. And you have to reprioritize, reorganize, and it kind of ends up getting longer, I would say, until you have employees, I would imagine. But then you have a, a different level of to-do list. It's more of an abstract to-do list or something. Um, what advice do you have for, for people like me that are you know, newer in being an executive with, with the to-do list um, mindset and, and the never-ending nature of it? Um, it never yeah. really reaches like a completion point. Yeah. I think the the idea of the to-do list and having the long ones and is great if it's put aside in a, almost like a program, (laughs) whether it's a big Excel document or you're using a third party software, like an Asana or somebody else, because you need to know what, what, what are all the steps I believe in? There's going to be some day you're going to have this creative idea. You're going to have this epiphany of, Oh man, I need to do this, this, and this, and this great capture it and then put it somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm that the team can review, you can review, so that you know, hey, these are the 200 steps I've got to take. Now, where I believe the two to do, the to-do list has strength is having it over there when you occasionally can look at it. But what you're doing today, just identify three things you want to do today. I've, yeah, I'll talk about the big three. I've, I've heard other people say, you know, my top five. Just what do you need to get done today that will be a success and you win the day? Don't look at that long 200 list. Just what are the things that you need to do today? Now, one of those items may be from that big list for sure. But instead of all of us every day, we start with this long list. We look at it. We just start slowly checking away. That is, can be very self-defeating. 
So my encouragement is, yes, store the big to-dos. I mean, that whole list of the tasks, and you sign them, you put deadlines, all those components. But from a day-to-day basis, just keep that to-do list short of what are the things you got to get done in order for today to be success. For sure. I would say another thing. So I feel very blessed to have a podcast like this for three years where I get to talk to people like yourself and get re-reminded, refreshed about what truly matters about, about life and this journey we're on. Um, and I've done you know, a lot of self-help related things as well, like reading, journaling. I've done 10 days in silent meditation. I went to India and did yoga for a month. I've done a lot of like church camps and things of that nature. I went on like long multi-week treks and so, and so forth. Um, so I've been really blessed with these type of things. And I still struggle with this inability to shut work down um, and, and go and win at home. Like it just feels like the work day just kind of runs into the next oftentimes. Um, I'm sure that you've, you've heard about this type of challenge. Um, and your whole like the person you're branding yourself in is the guy who wins at home first. How do you, how do you simultaneously you know, get what you need to get done at work? done to be a success and win at home and then how do you put the winning at home part first there's a that's i mean it's great a lot of good questions there to to try (laughs) to respond to in in kind of the right manner first of all i struggle as well with that with all of the same things that i wrote about just because i wrote about and speak about doesn't mean i'm everyday winning at home ask my wife ask my kids (laughs) you know for sure but I also come from a place of intentionality. I want to get better. I want to make sure I'm dating my wife and going on dates with her. I want to make sure I'm getting one-on-one time with my kids. And, but also, I'm a business owner. I am growing my business. And much like all the listeners, there's days that I, I don't want to stop working. There's a, always another email to send out. There's always a new connection to make on LinkedIn. There's always a new blog to write. I mean, it is constant. And I too also have now launched into the podcast world. And so it's always thinking through who's the next podcast guest that I want to have on there. And what what, what can I do with all of the content that I'm, I'm creating? Maybe I need to you know take a piece out of here and, and post it over there. It's nonstop. Absolutely. So a couple of things that I've had to do is one, I have to set up boundaries. I have to set up boundaries. I can't have my phone with me all the time. Yeah, okay. I have to have mental times of it's just done where it's family dinner or we're outside playing. I'm I'm family dinner and playing and the phone's not with me. I also have, and this has taken a lot of growth and some days I still get tripped up, but I control the input into my business, but God's controlling the impact. Yeah. I can only do so much. And this was this was back to the journal rereading um, you know, that I did. I got to see his journey where March, April, May this year, it was like, what's going on, God? And then I was pointing to parable of the 10 minus, where that posture of those servants of it's your mina, not mine, is different than the parable of the talents. I always thought those two parables were very, very similar. And when I first saw both of them, the parable of the towns versus parable of the minas, I was like, they're the same, but the talent one's better. I'm going to start reading that one all the time. <laughs> so I kind of did. I just would, when I would study that, there's so many cool leadership lessons out of the parable of the talents. 
that's what I would read. Well, this spring, I was pointed to the minus. And the difference between the parable of the talents, parable of minus, the parable of the talents, every single one of those servants says, I, you know, I did this with the talents. Mm-hmm. The parable of minus, they all said, your mina doubled. So it's a posture. So I have continued to remind myself that God has allowed me to steward this business. I'm going to work hard, but God's got the night shift. I've got to do my part and I will, and I work hard and, you know, I'm doing my writing, I'm doing the speaking, I'm doing what I can, but I, I've got to hand it over to that and just trust that God's going to basically do the night shift. He'll put me in contact with the right people at the right time. Do I wish it was faster sometimes? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. But I've got to be patient and know God timing versus mine. And that's, that's helpful because the old me, especially when I was back in sales, Oh man, I could work around the clock because there's always something, someone who needed to be sold. I was selling civil engineering products, not super fast at any stuff, but to me it was. It was bridges and storm sewer. And uh, my dad's a civil engineer, so I grew there up. You go. So I got to sell that. Out. I loved it. It was great. <laughs> but there was always another engineering firm to reach out to. There was always another um, city manager to talk to, a contractor or a GC to work with. Always, 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 always. And I used to do that. I used to just do a lot more striving and then crashing. Huh. So now it's just a different mindset. And I work with a lot of clients and friends to try to help them understand that. Do you think it's possible during the startup phase of a business to go right to the, the wise and enlightened mindset you have now? Or do you have to go to this struggle, hustle, grind stuff that social media tells you is admirable? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a great question. Um, even for the seasoned person, there's still going to be times of intentionality at work because you got a deadline coming up. Mm -hmm. And just know that. And so how do you dial back on the other side of that? So if I've got a big travel season coming up or I've got a bunch of speaking engagements, I've got to tell my family, hey, guys, I'm going to have to work late these few nights or I'm going to have to work late this weekend because I've got a big workshop I'm leading, or I've got a big speaking engagement, or my next book deadline is due, whatever it could be, if I communicate that to my family, they're all on board. I, but then when that's over, I've got to have something planned on the backside of play, of fun, of intentionality with the kids. And so we do staycations where we will, you know, get a hotel here in the city, or we'll go somewhere and, and do something. But it, it, it's just, it's a pendulum. So if you're going to have to give it all for your work, you better find moments of release and rest or you will crash. Of course. And, when I, and, I, don't, and I mean moments like we like daily, find some rest, weekly, find some rest, monthly, quarterly, annually. Do not say, well, I'm in startup phase in five years, I'll rest. No, in five years, your health's going to be out of whack. Your marriage may be a wreck. You may have zero friends. And you may have lost the business as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. No, these are things that run through my mind. I, I would say I'm not risking that that stuff right now, but it's definitely important to think about. Um, I've been in a, in a phase of four months where I've been working probably six days a week full time. Um, a lot of my days are 10, 12 hour days. And it's kind of awesome. Like it's it's a craft that I'm building here. Um, and my wife like lives with me and we I live with my partners. We all share a house. And we, I don't know, we do things together on Sundays or no work day, 
but I really am feeling the need to like actually escape for three straight days or four straight days. Um, and I haven't given myself that opportunity yet. And it really feels like God's been calling me to have this, have this break soon. Um, so my wife and I are going to go to Minnesota where I went to college and where she has a lot of friends. We're just going on a little road trip for a week. Um, and I'm, I'm probably not going to work a whole lot and it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It feels much needed. Oh, go for it. Do it. Anyone listening, if you got that nudge, go do it. And you'll have all, you know, you, you get more creative thoughts while you're gone and you unplug. Totally. Yeah, I agree with that. I want to talk a little bit about your home part. Like, you know, you talk about winning at home, dating your wife. I saw in the book, you're talking about crafting this personal and family vision, um, achieving work, rest balance, having this like fun, intimate, close marriage at the same time that you can have all these outward successes. Um, yeah. What is it that you think is important for, um, for kind of capturing this level of success at home? Um, what are some of the, the, the pieces of advice you have that would really equip people with some of the mindset or heart set or tools to be able to um, kind of capture this, these victories at home? Yeah. I mean, like I said before, not every day in this house is perfect, uh, for sure. We even had a stressful morning this morning. Um, and so there, there are stresses for sure. But the biggest piece is intentionality. Is as a parent, as a spouse, you've got to be intentional to invest in your family. You cannot think that, that your day ends when you walk through that front door in your home and you have permission to sit on the couch, you get permission to do whatever you want. Not at all. Or that your kids just want your provision, not your presence. Kind of some of those different things. Your day ends when your head hits that pillow at night. And so there's that time from when you get home to when you go to bed that you've got to be intentional. Be present with the family. Ask how they're doing and spend time with them, play, do whatever, you know, whatever it may be. So that's been the biggest thing that I work on as well as share with others is just be intentional. Make sure that you've got the, you're getting dates on the calendars. You're asking them how they're doing. You are engaging in what they like, not just always dragging them to what you like to do, but instead engaging with them. Beautiful. Yeah, that's wonderful advice. As people change, like, you know, we all change as your wife changes, as you change. Um, how do you stay so connected with each other? I mean, it's it's communication for sure. Talking about it, sharing the, the kind of the good, the bad, the ugly of what we're feeling, what we're talking about. Because I mean, my wife's been on a wild journey. I mean, when we got married, I was going to be this corporate guy. And then I go from a corporate guy to now coaching and writing a book and being self-employed so just a wild ride that she had to be a part of but you know it was talking about it along the way and as we share what with our spouses what we enjoy doing what makes us come to life my wife supported that hmm. well, she saw how much I enjoyed coaching how much I liked helping other people and so she wanted to support me now she wanted to make sure how how's this all work can we still provide for the family or do I have to go get a job like help me understand how this all will work and some days i was like i have no idea we'll figure <laughs> it out that's also why it took multiple years to develop the plan yeah every time i i talk to leaders myself and learn from them 
there are no overnight successes or crazy overnight changes. Things have been happening. You know, just like as I came clean of my affair, it wasn't an overnight situation. Now, on the surface, it seems like, oh, this one night he came clean. No, as I said, it took moments leading up to it of God softening my heart by putting different people into my life, by me maybe hearing a particular podcast, me reading a particular book. So by one degree at a time, I got closer to that moment of coming clean of my affair. Same thing, me leaving from corporate to coaching career. It wasn't by a snap. Instead, it was conversations and me getting comfortable with this idea, me undoing my, you know, that releasing my hands of my identity that I was a corporate exec. So, I mean, it all takes time. So for whatever anyone's thinking, man, I want to do this down the road, start, start now, because <laughs> it's a process. I mean, it's a process mentally, spiritually, as well as just physically to get to those moments. Did you feel like a clear departure or delineation between being a corporate executive and being a, an executive coach? Or are you finding a lot of the same patterns and struggles exist in what you're doing now? Um, you know, you're still an entrepreneur. You're still building a business. Is it all it's made up to be? Is it just a snap of a finger and you're in a whole new reality with a whole new identity? Or is there some sort of untangling of old patterns that you still kind of go through and struggle with? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there, there's both uh, for sure. There's both old things as well as new. And I think in quick kind of summary, I think the old things would be identity still gets jacked up. Mm-hmm. You know, where my old corporate, it's, hey, I want to make sure I'm climbing the ladder fast enough so I'm the man here in this coaching role is I want to make sure my business is growing fast enough so I'm the man. <laughs> <And> <laughs> And so it's still that identity stuff. It just, it looks differently, Yeah. but it's still making sure it's not about me. Right. And so that's one piece, but no, I mean, there's a lot of new things to learn too. I mean, I used to love it when I got to go to a marketing department and say, Hey, this is my idea. Please do it. Or, <laughs> here, <laughs> you know, here we're you know having a, an administrative assistant and to do different things. And so there's different things I loved about it versus, you know, now it's, it's growing a business as you and I talked about before we hit record. It's setting up the, the KPIs that I need to be successful. It's uh, SOPs, the standard operating procedures I need to put in place to make it successful. So yeah, still so many similarities, but there's, there's a lot of new, the amount of on hand stuff I have to do with thinking about website development, um, social media, podcasts, and that's all new ground for me, but it's been fun learning. Yeah, there's some days I'm frustrated. I wish I could just hand it off to somebody, but uh, you know, I mean, we're handing handing pieces of it off as, as we grow. So, yeah, cool. What made you start this uh, the podcast? You want to share a little bit about the new podcast you launched to help business minded people win win at home? Yeah, and well, thanks. Yeah, the name of the podcast is Win at Home First. Just keeping with the same brand theme. Uh, but what I found for a lot of the podcasts that I would listen to is I, I loved them and I still listen to a lot of them and I got to hear how people were successful at work. But I always left those podcasts thinking, how the heck did they do it at home? Like how did <laughs> this individual, they travel all the time or they did this all the time. How did they still have a marriage? How do they still have kids? So I, w- I wanted to hear that selfishly. How did they do it? 
And then as I got, to, as I would talk to people, I got to hear how they did it. So I was like, I want others to hear that. So went on first is I interview business leaders that I know as well as those I don't know. And how do they do it? Tell us how you made, how are you successful? How'd you also do it at home? Like even tell us about the bad times. How did you recalibrate? And so it's been fun. It's, it's been awesome. Um, there's days I think my wife's annoyed that I do it because I have all these new ideas that I'm getting from my guest. <laughs> yeah, I I resonate with that for sure. Yeah, she's like, uh, no, we are not doing that. Or maybe in two years. I'm like, man. So no, it's it's been awesome. I, I leave those inspired and excited and I, I continue to look forward to doing them. They're cool. That's beautiful. Okay. Um, yeah, as we kind of wrap up, I'm I'm really curious, you know, you talked about like, being the man and, you know, making your business grow fast. And these are things that kind of get you pumped up. What my podcast is about purpose. So I feature people of purpose, people that are living intentionally that are aligned with, you know, the reason for being here in the world that are allowing their greatest gifts to flourish. How are, how are you capturing purpose with, with what you're doing now? And what, what's like one nugget of wisdom you'd kind of like to leave us with about how to really win, win at purpose. Yeah, no, it's good. I think for anybody, it's what is your purpose? Like my personal vision statement for me is to help connect people um, to more significant performance and a greater purpose. Like that's my personal vision. So I want to help people win, perform, but also that purpose. So part of it is what is your purpose? What, what do you feel it is? And it doesn't have to be this crazy, big, grandiose piece, but it's what gets you motivated. What I like about the idea of a purpose is it, if you have one, it is something that gets you fired up in the morning, but also can scare you a little bit. Yeah. Like there's no fear because it's so big. If it's, if it's too small, it's not going to get you fired up. And it doesn't. So whoever is listening, what is your purpose? Like, what, what do you want to do? And to think through that, and there's obviously a lot of different tools that are out there. There's tools that I use to help my clients think through what is that purpose. And then once you get that purpose, use that as a filter to put things up against. Like, do I pursue this idea? I don't know. How does it align with your purpose? Oh, it doesn't really align with the purpose. Then say no to it. If it does align with your purpose, then say yes to it. So by having that greater purpose, it allows us to say, gives us permission to say yes to things and no to things that will get us distracted so that we can stay on point to our purpose. Wonderful. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I would also add that in people's purpose statements, they should be specific. It's not just about being a good person or, or being more loving. It's about how you do it specifically as, as, you know, as Corey Carlson, like what is it that God has put in your heart? That's a unique blessing to, to the world um, and how can you better align with that um, for me getting to do this sort of thing is right there at the core of mine I love asking questions leading with curiosity having authentic relationships and conversations and then turning that into wisdom that helps people to seek and follow their path of purpose um, I, and I absolutely love it and it sounds like you've come really in contact with yours as well with your win at home book and now your podcast um, yeah, where, where can people find you? What do you want to direct people to? How do you want to um, kind of in into the, in the episode today? Yeah, great. Well, thank you very much for having me on. I greatly appreciate it and chance to share my story and hopefully it was helpful to your audience. How to get a hold of me is 
my website is Corey M as in Michael Carlson. So CoreyMCarlson.com on LinkedIn and it's Corey Carlson and you can find me there and those are good spots. And then obviously, like you said, the title of the book and the podcast are when at home first. So love to hear from anyone who is, is kind of looking to get some positive movement in those areas. So cool. thank you very much. What, what area of your business are you trying to expand right now and how can, you know, our audience tap into that or help you or you know, what are you looking for, you know, for growth and service in right now? Yeah. You know, the biggest one right now is, is, is just coaching. You know, it's going into COVID my business, it became 60% coaching, 40% speaking. And obviously with COVID that all changed. And speaking is going to ramp back up already. I've got a few different speaking engagements um, that are starting to pop. But really, it's coaching. People need help. This has been a hard few months on everybody. As a leader, you are working from home. So maybe any brokenness in your marriage or in your own personal life has been exposed. People are tired, as you mentioned. You're, you know yourself, people are not getting out on vacations. One, because of COVID and their own fears or just a lockdown on the 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 vacation destination. Um, and it's been hard. I mean, it's been COVID it's black lives matters. It's managing PPP loans. Like there's so much that's heavy on a leader. So where I'm looking for right now is helping clients get through this. I've had grown men <laughs> cry on a zoom call because leaders are tired and leaders need help. So if you're hearing this, know that you're not alone. It is tough out there and don't try to do it alone. Do not. So if it's not me as a coach, that's fine. Find somebody to help guide you through this season. Wow. Yeah, thank you so much. That's wonderful advice and wisdom to take to heart. I certainly will be doing that. Cool. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been a blessing to get to to learn from you today, Corey. And I, I'm excited for, for my opportunity to be one of these executives that reaches out to you and um, get some some level of coaching um, I'm excited about that opportunity cool look forward to it yeah thank you for listening everybody so what actionable step are you going to take next do you have a lingering question or something you want help working through do you need support in doing what it's going to take to live your purpose people of purpose is here for you subscribe to the podcast and soak in the stories and words of our wonderful guests do you have any friends that might enjoy this episode or the podcast Bring them on board as a podcast subscriber. If you want to actually see the guests behind the voices, as well as the purposeful people and communities I'm a part of around the world, follow the podcasting journey on Instagram at People of Purpose Podcast. You can connect with our purpose-seeking community on Facebook at People of Purpose by liking and following our page. Know the minute each new episode is published, hear first about upcoming People of Purpose opportunities, and receive regular tidbits of inspiration and media I'm purposely perusing, pursuing, and pondering. It's simply a regular dose of goodness, intentionally filtered by me, to nourish your personal path of purpose. For the ultimate engagement, join our intentional group Purpose Seekers from the Facebook page. Join in longer form discussions, link up with accountability partners, and share in opportunities and challenges to better know and grow in your purpose. Send me a direct message on either Facebook or Instagram if you want to talk privately and receive personalized guidance on how to raise your sales and write your ship. Come forth with your biggest dreams and aspirations, and I will do my best to connect you with the necessary resources and mentors from my network to start your trek along your personal path of purpose. 
Cheers, and here's to becoming.